everybody and welcome to the Yinzer Brothers podcast. I am TJ and that's my brother Tim over there and we are the Yinzer Bros. Now today we have our Steeler Bronco preview. Uh, the game is coming up this Sunday. We can't wait. I believe it's a one o'clock Eastern time start. It's going to be great. Uh, a lot has happened since our beloved Steelers beat the Giants last week 26 to 16 but we cannot rest on our laurels. We can't live on yesterday's victories. We have to just grab and obtain victories today. So today we break down the Sunday matchup between the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Denver Broncos. Again, if you've got any questions, you want to ask us any, anything at all. Uh, again, uh, you got any ideas for what some, you know, some things that maybe we can do with the podcast. You can email us at yinzerbros at gmail.com. Again, you can email us at yinzerbros at gmail.com. Uh, Tim, we did get a few things in the Yinzer Brothers mailbag this week. Uh, we actually got a uh, an email from Mark. Uh, I don't know Mark. Do you know Mark personally? Yeah, I kind of know Mark a little bit. And I like to refer him to him as Marky Mush. Marky we'll Mush. Yes. <laughs> Marky. Well, Mark Mark said this. He says, TJ, you resemble and sound like Jim Belushi. Uh, Jim Belushi, you're smooth. Mark, I thank you for that. I appreciate that. I, 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 I ascribe to be smooth. And I, I think I resemble all of your marks. But he doesn't stop just with me. Uh, Mark continues to go on to Tim. He says, Tim, you sound subdued uh, even after a great win and he asks this, this follow-up question i think it's a valid question he says did you have to tone it down because baby olivia was sleeping or were you just being your normal angry self tim how would you like to respond to mark from the yinzer mailbag i mean what's what's the answer to that the people want to know hey what do you want me to do you, you want me to run around take my shirt off and whip it around that we won yeah it was great then again I also have to be a little quiet because my daughter's sleeping because I want to be able to sleep in the house tonight. T Tim, I think I speak for all of the Pittsburgh fans when we say, I don't think any of us want to see you take your shirt off. It <laughs> <laughs> could just be me. I don't, I don't know if you've seen him with his shirt off. The first thing that comes to mind is Sasquatch. That's all I'm going to say. Is Tim a little hairy? For those of you that are listening and not being able to see, imagine a Sasquatch, and that is half the hair that Tim possesses. Now, he did have a, he did have a really valid thing. He said there was no mention of to it. Uh, and again, one of the things with Tuit, you know, usually he's a force and he stayed on the field the whole time. Uh, and that is a victory for Tuit. He is probably right because that, that front, that, the, you know, the front defensive line of the Steelers was amazing on Sunday. I agree. I mean, it was, it was, it was getting pressure all day, all night. You know, they, they were, they were fabulous. And another, another note about Mark. Well, let me just give you kind of a breakdown of the, why we call him Marky Mush. Mark may text me here and there during the game. It's been going on for years. Steelers could be up by a hundred points. As soon as I get that text from Mark, things go tremendously downhill. <laughs> Hence the reason Marky Mush. So now is Mark is Mark a Notre Dame fan? Is Mark a Notre Dame fan? He may or may not have Notre Dame tattooed across his forehead. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, that we have to give him a little bit of props because Claypool is a stud. And he again, is from Notre Dame. Again, I will say he's looking good. First sign of 
anything downhill, I will turn on him like, a, like the quickest person in the, in the world. <laughs> you don't want to be in, in, in Tim's sights. Trust me. You, know, no. you go from hero to zero very quickly. It's part of the Harris DNA. It's part of the Harris tradition. Mm-hmm. It is. So, you know, Mark, we appreciate your, your, your email. Again, if you uh, would like to email us, get any questions, anything you want to see on the show, you can email us at yinzerbros at gmail.com. Again, that's yinzerbros at gmail.com. Now, before we get into the game breakdown, we do have one more other segment we'd like to introduce today. This segment is called Tim versus the World. Now, there's something interesting that happens with my brother, Tim. Uh, Tim seems to have issues, well, with pretty much everybody, but specifically with services and vendors that most normal people have no issues with. Could be the government, could be a grocery store, could be Home Depot. Could be cable, could be air conditioning, could be whatever it is. So this week, Tim versus the world, it's Tim versus Comcast. Now, let me just set this up real quick. I mean, my blood's already already boiling. <laughs> Go. So as we were preparing this, this high-quality national podcast, and when I say national, I think we've got, we've got at least people watching us in at least a state or two. So that, that, would, that would make us nationwide. Yes. Uh, one of the things that we talked about as we were planning was Tim's terrible internet. Well, can we can we take a step back? This isn't this isn't something that's been just planning because of this podcast. My Jagoff co-host over here <laughs> has been on my internet for probably the past four years. Well, well how many of you? And I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself a little bit. How many of you in the '80s remember this guy named Max Headroom? Remember him? He was that guy in the queue that would kind of do this every once in a while. Well, basically, when you're FaceTiming with, with Tim Mateo over here, it looks like you're talking to Max, Max Headroom, and it's terrible. Let's just be real. Tim, your internet, it stinks. It was, it was just terrible. In fact, it was quite a liability when it came to putting on a great, a great show like ours, putting a show like ours together. So I've been harassing Tim, and then finally, Tim decided to do something about it. He was going to upgrade. Now, Tim, tell me a little bit about your Comcast experience today. Or maybe it was yesterday, I forget. Um, it's been a, this has been a week. This has been a week process. <laughs> so, you know, I, I go and, and I want to upgrade my internet. So, first of all, you're going to shop around. You know, see, see what type of deals we can get. Shop around for about two days. Circle back home. There's nobody can even touch Comcast around me. So, you know, that's where I got to start. So, I call, you know, can I get my speed upgraded? Sure, sure, sure. You know, we got to send you a new modem. Great. Grand. So I'm waiting on that for about three or four days. And as you can tell, I, I, you get my, we, my brother, I've talked to him. I was nervous about this he was. modem to begin with. T- Tim is a little technologically challenged. Can I say that, Tim? Is that okay to say that? I'm an idiot when it comes to tech. I'm an idiot. He is. He is. I didn't idiot. want to use the, the word idiot. It's a little strong, but it probably fits. It's Go fine. ahead. Keep, keep going. You're right. Keep going. So in the back of my mind, knowing that I have probably – 30 different things I need to connect to this modem at some point <laughs> terrifies me. You're, you're pretty technologically dependent for somebody that's, that's really weak when it comes well, to technology. Well, let me kind of give you a breakdown. The majority of the tech is surrounded by my daughter. It is. If it you is. go into my bedroom at night, it looks like, you know, when you used to go into the, they took the, the clips of Monday night football in the control room and there's yeah. 47 <laughs> TV. Around. That's pretty much what my bedroom looks yeah, like. I got cameras true. everywhere on my daughter. Um, so, Hence, yesterday, I get the modem, and I got to pick a perfect time between my daughter's naps and before she goes to bed or, you know, when she wakes up before she goes to bed. So she gets up at 4 o'clock, and I go, this is going to be the perfect time to get this modem started. Thinking, hey, there's a little video online. This is going to take 10 minutes using the app. 
Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Plug it in. We're going to be going. Wife takes daughter for a nice little walk around 4 o'clock, thinking they'll be back at 4.30. Everything's going to be up. We're running. We're good to go. I'm not even 20 minutes into the app. Looks nothing like the video. <laughs> I'm in pure panic mode. My blood is probably at a scale of 1 to 10 right now. It's probably about a 2. <laughs> so next step is we're going to call Comcast. Xfinity. That's always a joy. It's always a pleasure when you call Comcast. I might as well be talking to the pictures on my walls. <laughs> around and round we go. Around and round we go. You know, I think I got hung up on by the automated service three times. So yeah, the, blood, yeah. the blood's about at three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Okay, finally call, get somebody. Don't worry, sir. We'll have this up in no time. I'm feeling pretty warm and fuzzy inside. The woman that I'm talking to sounds, she sounds nice. She sounds like she knows what she's talking about. I'm like, this is going to be great. Next thing I know, it's 5.45. Lady's going, sir, I've never seen anything like this in my life. <laughs> so there, the blood is, is up to about a four and a half, close to five. <laughs> she goes, I got to transfer you on to a higher power than B. I'm thinking it's on oh, the top of the line go. going to Comcast. Here we go. Talking to the president, right? Talking to, you know, I'm thinking this guy's going to fix everything. <laughs> They transfer me on. First of all, you know, you get a little nervous when you're talking to somebody. Like, we got to transfer you on. The next thing you're going to hear is no dial tone, no nothing. <laughs> That's right. It's a Comcast so, magic. It's, yeah, it is. It's magic. So <laughs> they transfer me on. I get a gentleman. He seems like the happiest guy. I, I feel like I'm talking to Walt Disney himself. Yeah, that's great. So he, I, I will help you with this, sir. We'll be spiffy in and out in no time. Next thing I know, it's about... 630, oh. 640. And in the back of my ma my mind, here's where the thing starts running. I'm looking at my wife. She's getting more angry and more angry. My daughter is, she looks like King Kong destroying everything in our house. <laughs> and in the back of my mind, all I'm thinking is she's going to bed at about 730. So I have to have control room set up <laughs> or I'm going to be out in the shed in our 1970 shed. <laughs> Sleeping with the possums and yeah, what else is yeah, in there? Yeah. So finally, this guy, sir, I've never seen nothing like this. <laughs> I got to transfer you on to somebody else. Oh, dear. When he did the transfer, the magical dial tone hit. Oh, nothing. no. I look at my wife. By that time, I have no shirt on. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the clock, like you know, and you you remember the old MacGyver shows? Oh yeah. The bombs going oh, off. Oh yeah. And yeah. you see the timer on the bomb. Yeah. That's all I keep doing with the clock. I'm going. I got 30 minutes until destruction. So finally, I call back. I think the first time I called back, and right now my blood's at about a. It's at about an eight. Eight out of ten. So that's I'm close. Pretty, that's that's I'm close pretty to the top. That's close I'm to the top. Angry. Yeah. Um, I call back. They put me through the automated system. Same thing. I can't get anybody. <laughs> they, I, they, I got hung up a couple times in the automated system. Uh, By this time, I'm ready to chuck the phone, take the router, <laughs> break everything. I make one last call. I get a gentleman. He's mm -hmm. like, sir, I'm going to be able to help you. I go, you got about 15 minutes <laughs> 
or life except my, my life itself is going to explode. I'm going to be yeah. out. Like I said, I, I, all I kept thinking was me high five and the raccoon out in the shed. <laughs> yeah. Probably bad. Everything. So Melissa so was getting a little, little irritable at this time. At huh? this point, Melissa was looking at me. Look, this was the closest in our marriage that I think that we were talking about having a divorce. <laughs> Comcast. It was breaking marriages apart, breaking families apart. So I finally get this gentleman. We, we talk, I'll help you out, sir. Everything will be fine. And I, you know, this time about a nine and I get into my spiel about you better have this hooked up. I got a control room upstairs. My wife's going to shoot me with the gun. I'm going to be out in the shed. He's like, sir, don't worry. We'll get it figured out. So as things go, you know, he does a little thing here, does a little thing. Oh, things start working. Things start moving. All right. And then, you know, me and my tiny brain not thinking about at this point, like I knew I had a lot of devices to hook up. But I refuse to get this guy off the line until every single one of those devices in my house is hooked up. So this gentleman, very nice. He's like, I will stay online with you until everything's hooked up. So you know, you just did you, for all the other people that are waiting for that guy. I don't care. I you don't care. Up all his time putting I, on like your iPhone and care. all your other, you know, Comcast sucked the life out of me. <laughs> they sucked the life out of me. So eventually, you know, I'm online probably three minutes where my daughter lays her head down on her, her wonderful crib. Everything gets hooked up, come downstairs. Happy thoughts. We're good. There Don't want go. to touch anything throughout the night. Don't want to do anything. So by that time, yeah, I'm starting to come back down a little bit. And then I get a magical text, I believe from my co-host saying, Hey, how's everything going? <laughs> I, my blood went through the roof again, thinking all the times he's telling me you're in there. It stinks. Upgrade your internet. <laughs> so on top of that today, you know, everything's kind of laid back and I'm good to go. Good. I get a call from a mysterious number on my cell phone. It's Comcast wondering how your service was last <laughs> night. <laughs> and this is in the midst of me having a little, I, I'm actually downstairs having a workout session, pu punching a bag here and there. Yeah. I stopped everything I'm doing. I talked this guy's ear off for an hour and a half. <laughs> thinking in my stupid brain that, you know, maybe they'll give me a credit of something free. They knew they had me by the, by the <laughs> neck. The guy was like, basically, I'm sorry, sir. Slap me on the butt and set me on my way. <laughs> they got you. They know, they know that, uh, you know, there's nothing you can do right now, my friend. But I will say this Comcast, if you want to sponsor the show, I can be bought. It's fine. That's true. Yeah, everything can be forgiven. With everything can be forgiven. Everything, everything can be forgiven. Well, I got to tell you, your, your internet looks great tonight. You've not frozen at all. Uh, you, I think it's even made you better looking tonight, which is, that's not easy. TJ, if something happens to this internet during this show, <laughs> every piece of equipment I have in my house right now is in serious danger. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I, it, it could have been worse. So that, that is our first segment of Tim versus the world. Uh, again, I, it's hard to imagine all the things that Tim comes encounter with, but, but I'll tell you what, it's true. He, he, he really has some interesting things. So from time to time, you'll get to hear about Tim's escapades. Now let's move on to uh, talk about the, uh, again, the game preview. The Steelers are playing the Broncos uh, this Sunday at 1 p.m. at Heinz Field. There'll be no fans in the stands. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting time. Uh, why don't we start with the Broncos? Uh, now, again, we know last week uh, the Broncos, they played uh, the Titans. Mm -hmm. uh, the Titans were a very good team last year. Uh, they, went, they went pretty deep into the playoffs. Uh, they beat uh, – or they were beaten by the Titans 16-14. Uh, to 14. Again, in a very 
in a very tight game. We know this. We know the Titans aren't a bad team. But let's be uh, real about the Titans, TJ. The, guy, the, the field goal guy, he missed four field goals. That yeah, game should have been close. The, let's be real. The, the Broncos suck. They stink. <laughs> they're, they're bad. They're bad. So give me, let's just let's, let's look right at the Broncos. Well, give, give me some, some of your initial thoughts about the Broncos. They're beat up. I mean, you, you, you lost Vaughn Miller for the year, I believe. That's a, that's a, how do you replace Vaughn Miller? Yeah, you can't. He's, yeah. he's, he's incredible. Uh, they lost, I believe, their starting Bayou, who was, the one, I think, the starter. Mm-hmm. Very good corner. They lost. He's, 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 he's out. Yeah. Um, I believe I heard uh, that they're Lindsay, they're the running back, turf toe. He's probably not going to play. Yeah, I heard the same thing. Um, they're just beat up. I mean, they're beat up across the line. I, I, I Cortland Sullivan, uh, Sullivan the, their other receiver, I believe, is hurt too. They're big guy. Mm. I don't know if he's playing. He didn't play last week. They're projecting him to – they think he might be able to get into the lineup, have, but we don't know if he's going to be 100%. Well, yeah. What do you think of Drew Locke? What do you, what do you think of him? Last week against the uh, – I guess the Titans, he was 22 for 33 – for 216 yards and a touchdown. I mean, it's not fantastic, yeah. but it, it's not awful. If, if you look at some of him, which I kind of went back and I looked at a couple games of him playing, he he has a tendency of a lot of young quarterbacks where you take his first read away, he's in trouble. So that being said, the combination of what Steelers do to young quarterbacks and what I'm seeing from him with that, I think it's a re- recipe for disaster for the Broncos. Yeah, I, I think you're right. So, so is there any aspect of the Broncos that makes you nervous as I, we play them this week? My biggest thing is, I mean, of course, you, you got to you gotta stop the run because Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon is a good back. But my biggest thing is uh, the unknown of Mike Munchak knowing the Steelers' true. defense. That's true. So he's going to know some insight on in how the Steelers work and how they operate on the defensive line. Gets me a little nervous, you know, that he may be able to game plan them a little bit. But I will say this, that Denver line sucks. So I, I don't know. Yeah, it is pretty bad. And, and we got some, some worse news this week. Um, this week, the Broncos picked up one of Tim's former favorite players, Anthony Ciccolo. The mighty Anthony Ciccolo is now a Denver Bronco. Tim, he how did, does that make it, you feel right now? If he somehow plays in this game, I may take all the money in my savings account and put it on the Steelers. Every <laughs> inch of it. <laughs> Every single penny um, is bad. But what if he comes out? What if he's a stud for them? He needs to get drug tested immediately after the game. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. He's I mean, so bad. They, they basically, the Broncos have two of my, two of my that you stink guys was Byron's not going to play, but he sucks. Yeah. Cause he's I hurt too. He's, he's, he's hurt. But if Chickalo plays and he has an impact in this game, I may sleep out in the shed with with Ricky Raccoon <laughs> and the rest of the rest of the, the animals. You, you never know. I mean, you know, they, they did play the Titans tough. You're right. The Titans did miss a bunch of field goals, but I mean, Hey, the Titans got their stuff. I think Henry ran for, I don't know. He, I know he had over a hundred yards, but he, had, he was on 33 carries. So. I know they had a great year last year, but does anybody in their right mind believe that's going to happen again with Tannehill as your quarterback? No, no. Tannehill's I mean, I, not very I think good. it was a fluke. I, I do. I mean, but yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you know, there are some things. I think they have a decent defense. Their defense is pretty stout. Again, they are banged up. Yeah. Uh, I think the Steelers' wide receivers are going to be amazing with them. So let's let's flop over to the other side of the ball. You know, we talked a little bit about Denver. Mm-hmm. Again, they you don't they don't even get the home field advantage of being up in the mountains. So they're 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 in Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, the Steelers are also a little banged up, mm-hmm. specifically on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so what what are your what are some of your thoughts about the offensive line coming in this week? 
I don't think you're going to have much of a drop from Chooks coming in playing tackle compared to uh, compared to a banner. Um, everything that I'm hearing too is the cash is not playing again. So they're the, the guy that's starting there is the, the rookie Dotson. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple clips that I even saw from last game where he had minimal, you know, playing time because the guy got hurt. He was mauling guys. Yeah, he was. So I'm kind of curious to see what he, he does. I mean, he started, I think, 60-something games at his, the college he was at. I think he's, if quite, I think he's going to be fine. I think the line's going to, I think the line's going to be okay. I mean, I, cause the other guy they got to worry about on the, on, on Denver's defense is, is Chubb, but he's playing at 70%. I think it's Chubb or the out, other outside guy. He's playing mm-hmm. at 70%. So I think the, I think the line's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you are right about losing to Castro. I, I hope that we get to figure out soon what exactly his knee injury is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, one of the that makes me nervous about De Castro too, is he's the main pooling guard that they have. He's very fluid on the pools and Hey, he's, he's the quickest, you know, he's what's standing between you and getting to bend the quickest. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that that is uh, taken care of, but I think you're right. I think they're going to be okay with the line. Uh, again, what helps you with that too is, uh, you know, if you can, if you know that you got a bend that could throw the ball around a little bit, uh, that opens up everything. That opens up the protections are better. The running game's better. Speaking of the running game, they haven't ruled out Connor yet. Uh, so they don't know if Connor, you know, I think he, he practiced, I believe, mm-hmm. today. Um, so what do you do with Connor? I mean, he went out early last week. He's your starter. Does he lose the position over an injury? Or has he lost a position, or his position because of uh, Benny Snell? I mean, Benny Snell, was he was absolutely amazing. It's me coaching the team, which it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, Benny Snell deserves a start, and I would let him go. That being said, I've seen Tomlin be true to his guys. So it wouldn't shock me to see Connor come out and start the game and be their feature running back. I, I don't mind seeing Connor coming out being a change of pace. I think that's what he is. I, I don't think he, he's, the, uh, he's the workload guy. Um, I would be, you know, I, I think, I think Tomlin should play the hot hand, which is, uh, you know, which is Snell. I think, I think he's just, he proved. He gives you something uh, for the Steelers that we just don't get with uh, with Connor. Connor's a bruiser. I can see him later in the game when the defense is softened up. Uh, mm-hmm. But before that, man, uh, Snell, he's he's just shifty. He's quick. He's a lot quicker than he was last year. Um, so, you know, I, I think especially with the way that the line is banged up, um, I think you got to go with him. But like you said, sometimes Tomlin uh, – you know, he, he kind of defies the odds. So when you're looking at the game for the Steelers, give me, you know, give me an offense. Who's your offensive player to watch for the game? Offensive player to watch for the game. I'm going to keep beating this drum every week until it happens. The tight ends, Eric Ebron. Yeah. I want to see them do stuff. I think they're going to be one of these weeks. They're going to come into play, but I think at some point you got to get the tight ends going. Yeah. That's good. I'm going to, I'm going to throw two out there this week just because of, of, of how banged up uh, the Broncos are first. I think Snell's going to have another big game. I think he'll be over a hundred yards again. I think he'll come out. I think he'll get the start. I think he'll be a stud. I think he'll be amazing. And then I think that, um, you know, and again, um, I, I, I think that, that maybe because of the matchup issues, you may, you may see a couple big long passes to Claypool this year, this week. I just, I just, it's just the matchups are tough. Again, we'll be, they'll be quick. Uh, all of our quick receivers will have, will have a decent day. I think Ben, you know, continues to dial it in a little bit. And I think it's going to be another, another good day for us. Give me, give me one of your defensive players to look for this week. Other than Chicolo, cause he's on the, he's on the Broncos. <laughs> We're not talking about Chicolo. Um, the defensive player I'd look for, I mean, 
me personally, I think Denver's going to get behind a lot. They're so going to be passing the ball. So the one guy I'd probably look for is – I don't know if it's a special is, – is Mika. I think he's going to have a big game. Yeah. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a, a pretty big game. Uh, maybe a, see a pick, pick here or there from him. I think I'm just – I don't know. I'm just putting on our interior linemen. You know you're going to get – you know, especially if they're going to get behind, they're going to have to start chucking the ball. You know, your outside rushers, you know, you know Watt and uh, your your guy, Bud Dupree. It, it's it's tough for me to pick any of those guys as the surprise players or the players – because I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to dominate the majority of people that they're going to go against this year, and especially against Denver. I mean, I think they're going to have a field day, but – I think my sleeper, or he's not really a sleeper. You're right; they're all studs. But I think Toot's going to have a big day. I yeah, think he's going to look. It. I think he's going to come, and, and I think he's going to maul them right up through the middle. And uh, and we'll see. Now again, you know, Munchak, he 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 is. He might be the great equalizer. You know, he knows he knows our our, our front guys and knows how to, to mess with them and stuff. So I, I don't know, but I think that that's where we're going to be. So uh, so give me give me a score prediction. What do you think the score is going to be the game? I think the Steelers are going to blow this team out. I think it's going to be a thirty-four to ten type of game. Oh wow! That's and I wouldn't good. be shocked to seeing seeing the face the face uh, maskless wonder come in sometime in the fourth quarter. You think Big Mason coming so out of hand? Mason gets some some work in, huh? TJ, if if they're up big and Tomlin keeps Ben in that game, I may fly to Pittsburgh and just run on the field and, and just. <laughs> put Ben in my arms and take him out, take him out and put him on the side as myself. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm going to call the game 31 to 10. And I'm going to say this. I think the Steelers have won at least one, one score this week. So they're They're going to put up at least a touchdown as, as their, their defense having one score yeah. this week, excuse okay. me, the defense one score yep. this week. I think they're going to at least take it to pick six to the house, mm-hmm. something they're going to, they're going to score. I think we're going to have, I'm, I'm thinking three or more turnovers this week. The defense is going to cause my biggest question is this. I know I think the game's gonna be a blowout. Are you gonna hear Renegade on the national broadcast? Are they gonna play it in a, in a fanless stadium still? I, I, I think I think they do. I think they, they do. To. Yeah, they have, they to. have I, to. I think they'll they'll simulate all that stuff. So I, I, I think uh, I think they do. You know, I think the Steelers got a good chance. I think again, I think they, they control the run like they did last week, and I think you make Locke beat you, and I don't think Locke can beat you. Uh, so I think you shut that down, and he gets behind. The Steelers have a great track record of making these uh, these young QBs be young QBs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. I think it's going to be good. Okay, cool. We're looking forward to the game this this Sunday again, one o'clock. Steelers and Broncos again. If you like what you hear, uh, don't forget to like our page or subscribe to our channel. Don't forget again, not just to download the podcast, but to share the podcast with all of your friends. Uh, spread the love, baby. Spread the love. Uh, and again, if you've got any questions, uh, anything you want to see uh, from the Yinzer brothers, uh, please email us at yinzerbros at gmail.com. Again, that's yinzerbros at gmail.com. We will get to all of your questions uh, and uh, and help to, to answer anything that you give us. Again, I'm TJ. This is Tim. We are the Yinzer Bros. Go Steelers. We hope for a victory on Sunday morning. Have a great weekend.